The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Good morning and assalamualaikum. You are tuned into Inspire FM 105.1 FM. Welcome to Mother's Planet, a show where there is always something to talk about in a productive and beneficial way. I'm your host Neelam and joining me on the show are my guests uh, Imrana and uh, Shamiza. Now uh, listeners, I'm sure you are very familiar with their voices. Um, I don't think these lovely ladies need uh, much uh, of an introduction, really. Uh, not only because uh, they they have lovely voices uh, that are aired on uh, the Inspire FM, and they have their own uh, amazing shows um, on the sh- uh, on the radio station, uh, but also because of the lovely work that they do in the community. Uh, they are continuously um, looking at ways of adding some value or interest in the community. And uh, this is one of the uh, events that they are hosting. We are going to be talking about in great detail later in the show. Uh, I believe I'm still waiting for Sister Imrana to jo- join, but I do have uh, Sister Shemiza with me this morning. So, uh, Salam alaikum and good morning. Wa alaikum salam and a wonderful morning to you too. Yeah. How are, how are you, Shamiza? I'm well. It's uh, it's quite interesting to be on the other side of the mic on yes. Inspire. So thank you very much for inviting me on and uh, oh. sharing this wonderful platform with you and uh, Imrana this morning. Uh, yes, no, you you are very welcome. I'm very excited to have you guys on the show. Um, I'm a bit worried that we won't have enough time because uh, <laughs> we, will, we will talk lots. Uh, but, you know, uh, Shamiza, one of the things I always mention at the start of my shows is um, the brew. So have you got your brew with you this morning? Oh, of course. I wouldn't start <laughs> this show without one already and where uh, to go. Good. So can I ask what you're having with us this morning? I'm having okay. It's a little bit cold. Ah, uh, I sh- and um, I know we're going to be having a conversation around tea, but I'm actually having a caramel latte. Is that allowed? <gasps> oh my goodness! Uh, of course, it's allowed. Well, this is one of the things that we are going to unveil a bit later in the show because, you know, is tea is tea drunk anymore? I mean, having said that, I have got my big cup of tea here ready and and I and I like to have it uh, nice and warm and hopefully it will survive as uh, warm throughout the whole show because um I am known to drinking cold tea uh, and not through choice because I actually don't have the time to finish my tea I I begin enjoying it and then something will come up where I have to go off and do that and then um that's it my cup of tea's got cold and speaking of the cold Shamiza it's absolutely freezing this morning and I am absolutely shocked that we are at the end of September we are bidding September goodbye and just as um October's about to start we are we are entering the colder months. What, what how what do you think of the weather? Indeed. Um this morning there was fog outside yes. and trying to kind of drag the children out, uh blurry eyed, and then getting them in the car was a task in itself. But I, I love the autumn season. I really it's my favorite season and it's just an opportunity oh. to kind of layer up. So I'm looking forward to kind of layering up um Mm. Yeah, coats, scarves, jumpers. And the great thing about layering up is then you can eat whatever you want and it won't show. <laughs> I like your theory. And, and I guess in comparison to summer, where we have to try and do everything we can to try and get cold, uh, it just doesn't work because you've got the fans on, the windows on, and you're just hot. There's nothing you can do other than sticking your head in the freezer, which is what I was doing. Um, There is nothing we can do to cool ourselves down. So when it's cold, yes, ideally we are layering ourselves up. And I'm I'm that horrible mum at the moment where I'm refusing to turn the heating on because we are only in September, October now. And um, it's going to be on until April next year, I'm pretty much guaranteed. Might even have it on longer. So I'm not going to turn the heating on because I'm refusing to accept we are entering the bitter cold months at the moment. So yeah, I am telling the kids to go layer up and um, and get warm. Uh, Imrana has just joined us, listeners. So uh, Samlikam and good morning to Imrana. 
Waalaikum salam. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Um, yes, I am sorry that I joined a little bit late. No, that's okay. I'm, I'm assuming. I'm assuming it's because you were making your your brew for the morning. <laughs> If only, I wish, I wish. Uh-huh. Really interesting. I tend not to actually drink tea in the morning. It's usually an evening. Oh. Mm. Wow, that's interesting. So, what do, what's the what's your what's your pick you up in the morning? Then, what do you have? Um, I have juice. I mean, like orange juice. Oh wow! And is that all time of the year? Because I appreciate orange juice in the summer, and I can drink it in the summer like gallons of it. But when it gets cold, I I sort of my palate for fruit and juice and all those things just go. I just want hot and warm things. So yeah, that's a good question. Um, no, I don't know. You know, I mean, obviously, like you said, we're, we're it's kind of getting a bit colder. Um. No, I think it's more bit then I might maybe my food changes instead of having maybe cereal I'll I'll, ha- I'll have something else like toast or whatever it might be mm. yeah so I'm not yeah I've not always been a massive tea drinker oh. so however, so no puran- it, uh, what sorry so no masala <laughs> <laughs> no unless unless I'm at my mum's you know so oh, yeah that, then that then that's a nice treat. Yes, obviously, mums are, are amazing. Uh, I think my mum uh, secretly looks forward to me staying over because she'll actually get up and make burrata because she's like, I-, I can use you as an excuse, so she will make it. And I'm like, mum, but I don't really fancy it. She's like, you do, you do, you yeah. want it, and and so yeah, I'm obliged to have a brunt every time I stay at my mum. So uh, yeah. I will be looking forward to that in the winter, though, because that is something that will be easily consumed with a cup of tea. So, yes. Uh, so, uh, listeners, um, I have been talking to the lovely Imrana and uh, Shemiza this morning, and I am asking them what brew they have this morning. And sadly, Imrana has a cup of juice uh, and not and not a hot brew. So we'll let her off on that one. But do share with me what you are having with me this morning. Uh, what's your brew and uh, and how are you having it? Um, uh, Shamiza is having a, a hot brew, but she's moving away from tea and having a, a caramel latte, was it, Shamiza? A caramel latte is my yeah. pick-me-up. I take it everywhere, even in the car, so I can actually wow. energise myself to kind of get on that road and that journey. It's like my pick me up and treats wow. and that latte stays with me throughout the day honestly I take tiny little sips oh, oh gosh wow you are amazing so I, I do I guess the caramel side of things is probably the sweetness of it which is giving you that pick me up um and that energy boost so um that's something I must say I haven't tried that that's not something that I've um delved into so maybe uh I will look into having that but no so listeners do send in your pictures with us this morning share your brew with me this morning uh we are taking in uh text and whatsapp messages on the studio number 07077948182 we are live on air reaching out to all our listeners in Luton and surrounding areas through the airwaves at inspire fm 105.1 FM. Listeners can also connect through TuneIn via the Inspire FM pe- webpage and you can also uh, connect to the show via the Inspire FM app which is available on the smartphone so you have no excuse to miss the shows now and we are live as an audio on the Inspire FM webpage where you must like the show and also leave any comments um, around today's topic. As mentioned before I am taking in um Text and WhatsApp messages on the studio number 0779-481-822. Now, I'm trying to whiz through all the uh, important bits here because I want to give this show as much time as possible because we are talking about tea this morning. So my guests and I will be having an in-depth discussion about tea, uh, as well as finding a bit about um, the uh, workshop that Shamiza and Imrana are running um, in Luton, um, Tea Tales. So they will be unfolding that uh, a little later in the show and discussing what that's all about. So, ladies, before I delve into today's topic, um, I don't think you need much of an introduction because I'm pretty sure you are both very well known in the community. Um, But can I, for those that have been uh, unfortunate enough to not hear your lovely voices, get you guys to just briefly introduce yourself to the listeners? I don't mind who starts. I'll go in alphabetical order. So let's go with Imrana first. (laughs) 
Okay, thank you. Um, so I am a freelance creative producer in Luton. Um, so that means I work with like different artists and arts organisations uh, to to do projects, uh, primarily um, in the town. Uh, I also I'm a qualified teacher, so I did used to teach um, science, um, but that was quite a few years ago. Um, and other than that, I'm currently working at University of Hertfordshire, um, and I'm managing their um, basically the Hertfordshire Cultural Education Partnership. Wow. See, amazing. A woman with many hats. And uh, yeah, you didn't, I, I, I don't even know what to say to you. You, I don't know how you do it because as well as all of that, you're also a full-time mum. Yes, I should have, <laughs> should have mentioned that. It's really interesting because I was having a conversation with someone recently about how we identify ourselves. And it's a thing we tend to do it through our work and actually, obviously that work is work and it's important, but yes, I'm, I'm a mum to two beautiful daughters as well. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that in itself is a job and a half. So uh, hats off to you to run your home and uh, motherhood as well as um, doing all those um, lovely jobs that you have as well. Uh, so Shemaiza, please introduce yourself. Well, um, listeners might be familiar with the Urban Cube. That's the show that I run, which is around um, arts and lifestyle. And uh, um on other days, I'm also a creative producer and consultant. Um, I work with uh, an organisation which is around uh, safe working spaces for women and reproductive rights in the workplace using VR technology. It's quite a, an interesting new space, um, mm -hmm. highlighting uh, the needs of women. Um, I'm also producing audio drama and theatre making as well. Wow. And I used to be a teacher for 20 years. I, I taught at Luton Sixth Form, so I'm a qualified teacher too. Wow. See, another one. Amazing. And uh, Shamaz, you've left out a very important bit, haven't you? Yeah, I carry coffee with me everywhere. <laughs> and why do you carry coffee? Because what what is your home filled with, mashallah? You are also a busy mum as well. And and you know what? I take my hats off to you, Shmiza, because you are juggling children of different ages. So they are going through different hormones. So you know we need to take a leaf out of your book and understand how to deal with kids when they hit that hormonal age. Um, and I'm finding over the years it's it's happening sooner. So um, yeah, we need to take a leaf out of your book because you have children, mashallah that are of varied ages and are, and are off doing different journeys of their life now. Yes, the eldest, um, thank you for mentioning that, Marshall. The eldest is now at university, so he's studying in Nottingham, um, yeah. accounting and finance. Um, and I've got one who is doing her A-levels, one's mm. doing her GCSEs, one is in year nine, one has started high school and one is in year six in primary school. Wow. So, yeah, it's quite an eclectic journey yes. with a variety of different hormones. And um, and the way around it is just keep your cup of coffee, coffee. topped up. Keep, yeah, keep your tea cup topped up. That's it, absolutely. Indeed. So. So, ladies, um, can I just get you to briefly, I mean, I'm sure listeners have I've mentioned it a couple of times now, tea tales. Um, can I just get you to briefly explain what this is? Um, I don't want to go into it too much. So if you can, uh, just before I do, ladies, we have had a message come through and it's from Sister Nasima. Assalamualaikum. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in. Assalamualaikum, Neelam. Lovely to listen to you and the sisters this morning. I love listening to all three of your shows. So um, I feel like this is a real treat today. Alhamdulillah. Oh, Aww. that's so lovely. Um, <laughs> I was on briefly yesterday morning as myself and six other lovely sisters as we are running the London Marathon on Sunday for charity. So please make wow. dua for us. So nervous right now. But listening to you is always a lovely way to look forward to the weekend. Um, I treat myself to a Karak Chai on Friday mornings as I listen to you. Oh. So that's another thing I want to delve into, Karak Chai. So, uh, yes, thank you to uh, all of you for your great shows. Thank you so much, oh. Sister Nasima, for your lovely message. That's very Good nice. Luck with to the hear. marathon. That's amazing. Yes, I was just about to say, yes. Uh, in this, especially in this weather, hats off to you, and I hope it all goes well. Uh, I believe the weather is going to be quite dry um, for the weekend. So, inshallah, Sunday will be good and uh, it will all go well for you. Thank you, Sister Nasima, for your message. So, ladies, Tea towels. Mm. <laughs> you want to go, 
I don't mind either of you, but time is ticking. <laughs> okay. Um, so Tea Tales is basically part of um, a project by an article Sophie Gresswell, which is um, um, it's at Departure Lounge Gallery, um, which is basically opposite the Hat Factory. I know many people don't um, tend to know about um, Departure Lounge, but it's a really lovely um, kind of exhibition space. Um, and... There's also the Hat Factory, so if anyone hasn't been there, it's really great in terms of a space to, to just go visit if you want to be kind of interested in, in, in the arts, etc. Um, so the, the project itself is looking at um, heritage. This is primarily kind of like Sophie's um, heritage that she's um, exploring. And part of that, I think she just wanted to delve into... Um, I guess looking at different cultures and different traditions as well. And then Schmeiser came out with a beautiful idea of, of um, uh, looking at tea and looking at the history of tea, um, but to do it in a bit of a, I guess, a creative way. Um, so the workshop, it's basically a workshop that we'll be running um, called Tea Tales. We're inviting people to attend um, and it's going to be just a space where we can literally share stories around tea. Um, mm. And that's regardless of, you know, whichever kind of culture heritage that you come from. Mm. Um, and yeah, so we'll basically look at the history. Um, we'll share some stories and hopefully have some opportunity to also um, uh, do a little bit of kind of creative writing or, you know, it, it could be anything. It was quite an open um, kind of forum. But the main thing really is for us to be able to come into a space um, and share our experiences, um, um, yeah, together really. So I don't know yeah. if what you'd like to add to that. Yeah, we're super excited about this project. One of the reasons is I get an opportunity to work back with Sophie, but I get to work with Imrana as well, mm. and um, which is super, super exciting. And I think it's, it's a safe space for uh, women and members of the community to come together and share their stories. But I think the connecting factor is is the brew mm. that we're hopefully going to be drinking uh, yeah. with you and, and finding out um, those moments, those highs, those lows, um, that, you know, have impacted us um, through maybe drinking tea. And also, I think at the moment, there is a lot of um, exploration and conversation around history and heritage and colonialism. And so we're looking, we're going back to the British Raj. Mm. And then we're talking about that journey through tea mm. and present day Britain and the connecting mm. factors and and also kind of exploring history in the sense that we do mm. all have a shared history in one way or another and how mm. food has actually played a massive big role from you know connecting people from mm. the past to the present and where has this food really derived from so mm. it's going to be quite intriguing and mm. super interesting and um and I think the thing with Imrana, myself and Sophie is um, is going to be a welcoming space where we're hoping um, the community will be able to participate um, and have a conversation, have a giggle and, and have some joy. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, what, what better way of doing it? Um, tea is always the, the as you said, uh, Shamiza, when you put the kettle on and have a cup of tea, it's like everyone is unfolding and... Um, releasing any tension that they have because tea makes you confess things so I guess it's a way of uh, getting people to open up so in light of this conversation of what I had with you ladies this morning with uh, Shamiza and her latte and Imrana and her cup of juice do you ladies think the tea bubble has burst do you know what's interesting? I think there's it hasn't burst because there's so many innovative ways of rebranding the classic tea. Mm. But mm. can we really call it tea? Um, mm. So tea has its own place. It will always have its own place um, in everyone's home or the spaces they have it in. But it's mm. the different branding of it so i think tea has its place and coffee has its place like imrana said something really interesting that she has tea in the evening, evening. or afternoon yeah. um mm. so i think you know uh we all have our moments with it um depending on the place the space and the oh, moment yeah. 
I guess so. I I, I agree with you because um. I have about 50 different jars now of different tea bags um, and, and it's getting quite frustrating because I'm, I'm now thinking, OK, I'm going to have to put keep them in boxes because how often are you consuming them? Really, if I think about it, I'm actually having tea more often than I would any of the other you know, as you said, reinvented teas. Um, I'm I'm actually having my traditional cup of tea, and I'm not really having um, all these flavoured teas or spicy teas or herbal teas. I actually want just a cup of tea. So um, I have to share this with you because I, I asked my husband to make me a cup of tea, and um, I don't label my jars. They're all clear jars, and they've just got tea bags in them. But I know the order of them. And so the bottom is my herbal tea bags and at the top is my traditional tea bags. So I ask him to make me a cup of tea and I'm doing something and, and he brings it over to me and it's a really weird colour. And I'm like, this isn't this isn't tea. And he said, yeah, I know. It, it's, have you brought some new tea bags? Because I just couldn't get the colour right today. And I smelt it and I realised it was green tea. Oh, <laughs> it was green mint tea mixed with milk. And I said, this is not... I said, I'm sorry, I should label my jars. So I've learned now to label my jars or at least tell him the order of what my jars are. So, yeah, you can't have green tea with milk. It's I don't I don't think it's ever done. I don't think it has. I don't think it has been done and I don't think you can do it. So I, I, that's another question I wanted to ask. I mean, we have a range of herbal teas now available, um, each, you know, promising their own um, health, health and well-being aspect of it. So, you know, I do drink my um, green tea being a health conscious thing. So um, do you think that the health conscious world that we are living in, um, people are now actually moving away from tea and, and saying, right, OK, we need to think of different ways um, and reinventing the wheel and, and being more health conscious and drinking those kind of teas? Mm. It might be some picking on us, yeah, because otherwise we won't know to go. Um, so I would say that uh, maybe just echoing what Schmeiser said, I think tea will always, always kind of be there because I think we might just forget that the traditional tea that we're talking about, obviously there's still benefits in that. Um, I mean, I remember hearing uh, at some point though that the tea bag should be left in a certain amount of time for you to really kind of get the benefits. Because I know some of us who might drink really weak tea, we'll kind of dip it in and out. Mm. Um, so that might not be, you know. Um, and also, I mean, I just wanted to touch on the fact that, you know, the history of, of tea and coffee and why it was drunk, you know, even like from an Islamic perspective, uh, we know that in terms of the caffeine, a lot of it was to do with trying to keep awake at night for worship, mm. you know. So there's, there's, you know, different elements to it, I guess. But the idea of, yeah, I mean, health consciousness, uh, for me, like I have like tea tea, and then mm. the only other one I drink is peppermint or, or kind mm. of fennel. But again, mm. yes, yeah, so there is that element. Okay, depending on what my need is in terms of, in terms of mm. my health. Um, mm. So you know, for example, peppermint, if I'm correct, kind of helps with kind of um, and and fennel actually um, in mm. terms of you know di digestion and you know that those kind mm. of things. And I think mm. that's probably why I mentioned evening um, because that's another time where. You know, I might probably have my kind of peppermint tea or, or something like that. And and then obviously there's some people who get really affected by caffeine. And that might be mm. another reason that you you, you, you kind of want yeah. for, for herbal tea. Um, mm. But yeah, those are kind of my, I guess, initial thoughts around it. Yeah. Shemaisa, how about yourself? What do you what's your th thoughts around these um, health, uh, health conscious world that we are living in, these well-being teas that are being offered? Yeah, I think I think they have their place. And um, some people consider them a fad, a marketing mm. fad. Others would mm. actually swear by them. Mm. I mm. think in lockdown was super, super interesting because I think a lot of people were very were really taking a conscious decision on the foods that they were eating and the drinks that, that, that they were drinking. And I found myself actually drinking a lot more tea then mm. um and maybe I got on the bandwagon and but I've always been my mother has always instilled green tea and mm. drinking um you know uh tea without milk mm. and uh, healthy healthy mm. options so but it kind of lasted only a little while and I went back to, to yeah Coffee. Um, oh, but wow. I did see the benefits. I really did see the benefits. I saw the benefits in my health, um, in my skin. But to be honest, I got a little bit bored um, mm. with it. But what's what is very interesting for me is if I if I'm out and about and I'm at a 
and I'm at a cafe or restaurant, I won't opt for the coffee option, but I'd opt for the tea option mm. and look for a different brand of tea as a treat um, oh. to kind of, you know, because uh, it kind of looks bougie as well. Mm. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, I, I find that I do that a lot. Like even Turkish tea, mm. I would rather go for that because I just find that because I'm drinking coffee more often i'm not drinking mm. tea enough so the tea becomes mm. a treat yeah I, I don't know how you do coffee i'm I'm trying to um get into liking coffee but it's just one of those things i like the smell of it i can't even say i'm really good at making it because um i have to give um all the credit to my husband here he he is um the barista of the house he he is really he's bought himself a gadget it's his gadget in the kitchen and and he grinds his coffee granules and he has a technique of where the way you put it in the pod and how much you put in the pod it's just too technical for me I, I'm I'm put a tea bag in a cup and put hot water over it and that's something I do want to talk with you ladies because there's different thousands of ways of making tea but uh, listeners we are actually heading towards a short commercial break uh, if you have just joined us I have the lovely Shemiza and Imrana with me this morning and we are talking about tea and uh, the different types of tea so on that note use this time to go refill your hot drinks and join us after the break assalamu alaikum Assalamu alaikum, this is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Assalamu alaikum and good morning. Welcome back to Mother's Planet. I'm your host Neelam and joining me on the show this morning are my guests Imrana and Shamiza. Morning ladies. Assalamualaikum and good morning. morning. Um, so in the show so far, we have been talking about or having a good chin, or a good old chin wag about tea and the different types of tea and, and trying to work out whether the tea bubble has burst um, and, and how we are now becoming a bit more health conscious and uh, making different choices mm. about the types of tea that we are drinking. Um, just before the break, I wanted to ask uh, the ladies, which Imran has slightly touched on, um, about the best way to make tea now Imrana um, was saying that you know you you like to um, sometimes tea can be used as a a medicinal purpose so you add different um, flavors and you use fennel tea and um, specific teas for specific things Um, is there a technique that you use because you only have tea in the evening so I'm expecting your tea in the evening to be the best cup ever because you've waited all day for this one cup of tea so uh, do you have a technique is there a different way of how you make this tea you know I wish I could tell you I wish we could just sit here and go yes I have got this an amazing technique no I'm afraid I don't um I just literally put it in a pan and boil it ah okay I tend to to, um I do sometimes add sweet now I do like my tea to be a little bit sweet um Mm -hmm. But no, other than that, um, I, I, so that obviously would be like, for example, with something like fennel. Um, but if I'm making a honey desi jai, again, you know, I'll um, I don't have it that often. Mm. It's 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 very milky. Um, but yeah, I think it's just putting, um, I yeah, whatever everyone likes. Um, you know, because I think people tend to have obviously ginger, uh, and then the cinnamon, and then um, cardamom. Cardamom, yeah, yeah cardamom tea, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think those are the three things. And yeah, just kind of extra boil it. I know that is so, so amateur what I'm saying, (laughs) but that's literally me. Well, no, actually, that's still better because I I have been known to boil the kettle and put tea bags in the cups and then pop a cardamom in all of them and then pour hot water. So I I take shortcuts. So I have have been known to do that. And um, yeah, everyone's noticed that I have taken a shortcut because the tea does not taste as good. You have to brew it. And I I know Shemiza is probably the expert at brewing her tea in a patila as she said earlier on my goodness um because of a change of circumstance i wasn't brewing the tea as i did every single actually it was three times a day making masala chai right (laughs) three times a day believe me i scrubbed the life out of that patila 
and oh. I'm so glad I'm not having to do that again. But um, I think there is a technique um, mm. and a lot of uh, Kashmiri households or Asian households, uh, you know, it's not how round your roti is. It's also how how uh, brewed that masala yes. chai is. As absolutely. Well. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Now, my children love uh, desi chai. Okay. They always have it with a pranta. That's our thing. That's our cultural thing. That's the only cultural element in our household <laughs> on a Sunday morning, maybe. And they wow. love it. They love, they want the masala chai. They want their pranta in the morning. Um, it does take patience to stand there and brew the milk, yeah. get it to, you know, pour your masalas in there and get it to a certain color. But it's the washing up after, which is such a frustration. Yeah. Um, so, Neelam, um, I, your shortcut technique, I may have to try it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's wonders. It's wonders, honestly. But, but yeah, people have noticed. So I, I, don't, I need to work on the, it. <laughs> the traditional English brew, the builder's brew is yeah. so brilliant because it's yeah. just less effort. But um, I, uh, you know, my brother has... All the years I've known him, he's taught me a technique in making his cup of English brew. And I still have got it wrong Rock. to this day. He has uh. a technique. You've got it's, it's the timing of the tea bag and the heat of the water and how long that tea bag stays in the water. And I still haven't got it right. Uh, I do agree with that. I do agree about how long the uh, tea bag stays in the water because I don't know. Uh, do you keep the tea bag in the in the tea and then add the milk, or take the tea bag out and then add the milk? Because um, if you do it too quickly, and I'm really fussy, it there's the tea sort of. I don't know. This um, it's when you add the milk in, it sits at the top, and you get which I think it's called malai in our in our in our culture, and it's where the tea is now sitting on the top of the milk and it's just got this thing floating in your tea i can't drink that cup of tea i have to i have to start all over again i don't like those cups of teas and i will start all over again so it is depending on how long you leave that tea bag in before you add the milk because then that will happen and and it's not nice so you know do you add milk first and then the water so shamiza have you watched your brother make this tea <laughs> i've watched him <laughs> And he does it with such, um, he shows off. Oh, he, he okay. does, it's like, I'll be, this is the way I want it. This is how oh, you do it. And I, you oh. know, whenever he comes around, I say, you know, would you like a cup of tea? Shall I make it? Yeah, but are you going to make it the way I want it? Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, so I know. I haven't passed the tea test. I really okay. haven't. Um, oh. So, yeah. But I'm. may I share something with you? The best ever English brew I've had is at the maternity ward after I've had my babies. Oh, that, I, I, that and tea I, hits different. Yes. <laughs> and and I think that tea is the tea cup. I think... Um, I think I've actually even called out for it, uh, even before wanting to know what what baby I've had, what gender baby it is. I think I've actually called out for my cup of tea. Can can I have that cup of tea now, please? Before even finding out what I had, because that you're absolutely right. I have this thing about when I'm when I'm you know when I'm in labour, I don't eat or drink. So you know that cup of tea and slice of toast is oh, like gosh, the toast and the way the butter melts on the toast, and it's just so flavoursome. Um, that be careful, always, that's the only be careful. Thing you both to. have enough children between you. <laughs> you don't want to start brooding. Just to go back to the maternity ward to have that cup of tea and yeah. toast. I'm not quite sure, Imran. It's really tempting. It's although I think times 12. have changed now. True. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. Times 12, have changed. Twelve hours I, of labour uh, and just the, that the is what we look forward to. Is a cup of tea, hey? But that, yeah, I know, I know. And, uh, but that is the best cup of tea. I, I totally agree with you. I think that is uh, the one thing we all look forward to, um, that tea and that slice of toast, um, it, because I, I don't eat anything. So, yeah, but I think times have changed, Imrana, so I'm not going to go down that road again because I wasn't offered it this time around with my last baby. So I, I remember asking for it, but they said, yeah, oh, yes, but you need to go up on the wards and they'll and they'll have lunch ready at whatever time of the day it was then so I had to wait for that and I was so upset 
So, um, yeah, I'm not going down that road again just because I didn't get my tea and toast now. I'm going to not have any more children now. But, yeah, my husband has a technique for making tea. Um, he, he likes boiling it in the pan and he does uh, boil it until the tea bags are ready to rip open, I think. And I and I really I think he overbrews it. But his friend said, actually, it was one of the best cups of tea he had. So I don't know if he said that just to keep him happy. But with, with kettle tea, Shamiza, I don't know if it's the same thing your brother has, but when he adds the milk, it isn't I'm just I'm on the go so when I add tea and you know w- uh, water into my cup of tea it's just bang water bang milk stir take the tea bag out and go sit down and have it and enjoy it for the five seconds that I have of myself he likes to have this clouding effect he calls it so when you put the tea milk into the tea yeah. it clouds yeah. so I really did ask him to come on the show this morning. I said, I think you would really be able to give a lot of us um, a good insight into how tea should be made and and talk about tea. He'd be in his element because he loves making tea and um, coffee. And uh, as I said, he's got his coffee machine. He's also got a milk frother. So he's now, he can, he can name a design and he's he's at it he's he's making that on the top of his coffee that's the only reason i want to drink coffee because i want to have a cup where it's got a pretty pattern on it and i and that can't he can't do that on my tea so i, I have to have to like have the coffee. malai on the tea right yeah exactly i have but no it's clouding it's called clouding the milk clouding. clouds the tea now, there is, yeah. there's a science-based research on how to make tea i recall listening into a conversation on the radio a professor actually telling, you know, talking mm. about, you know, the best method of making tea. Um, did I follow it? Nah, I, I still uh. make it the way I want to make. But I can tell you one thing for sure. Um, Brother Tarek at Inspire FM, our studio manager, is famous, absolutely famous with all my guests that I've had on the show on his microwave tea. He makes wow. the chai in the microwave and... All the guests have always applauded it. Wow. Uh, well, Tarek, if you're listening in, what's your technique? I don't think he's going to give it away. I think he's going to keep it a secret, but he's not going to give that one away. Um, um, and I do miss that. I do miss uh, not coming into the studio and and, um, and having a cup of tea from Tarek. So I think that's uh, that swayed me to maybe uh, look into coming into the studio and uh, just for that cup of tea uh, there, Shemiza. So I think I might have to come back and just taste his tea there and see and, and secretly watch how he makes this tea as well. So um, tea is the prime food of when getting together. What's your uh, thoughts on this statement, ladies? Would you agree? Yeah, I would if I if I go. So, but does tea bring people together? Yes, mm. I think so. I mean, like yesterday, um, I uh, had the privilege of holding uh, like a mole gathering at a home because mm. obviously for, for a bit of all. And mm. um, my obviously, I'd invite, for example, my family. They were going to come a little bit early, and literally, my mum was on the phone going. We're just about to arrive, put the kettle on. <laughs> so it was literally the first thing. Um, and my mum has her tea hot as well. So I was like, okay, I've got to get this timing right. So just as she's walking through the door, you know, so all these things. But I think it's just really lovely, you, you know, just that. Um, and I think, you know, I mentioned earlier, I never used to be a tea drinker. The reason I became it is actually to do with the social aspect because uh, my husband, for example, was was, was drinking tea in it. I thought it made sense. I would drink, start drinking tea so we can kind of have that kind of time and moment together. Um, wow. So, yeah, I think it is definitely something that, that, that yeah, you know, it, it just works well. And I think it's, um, yeah, I think it's just lovely to have that time. Yeah, and, and it's true because, you know, any uh, gathering, especially in my home, any gathering, anyone that comes round, it, you know, you put the food out, but it's like a must to have a hot drink after it. So I do, um, you know, like to put tea out to everyone. Uh, we've just had a text come through from um, the lovely sister Uzma, who's um, uh, said, Salam alaikum, Neelam, I hope you are well. Uh, your husband makes, she's actually um, had the privilege of tasting my husband's coffee because she's a coffee drinker. So she said, your husband does make very lovely coffee and I'll be over soon to actually get a cup from him. Um, I do like green tea, but um, she gets bored of it. So um, she started to drink English tea, but tries to avoid because she needs a biscuit with it. Mm. So she's saying it's better to stay away. Uh, a main cup of tea is in the evening and she really looks forward to it because she's so tired and it just relaxes her. Um, but uh, she's not sure it's actually doing exactly that. 
um, if it's actually doing that or if it's at, uh, in the mind. It's all in her head. Thank you so much, uh, Sister Uzma, for your messages there. Yes, uh, tea, you can't have it on its own, can you, ladies? Oh, Especially indeed. if you're having a cup of tea. No, it has to have, it has to be accompanied by something. Oh, and- indeed. You know, it is like... Um- the soul of that cup of tea is the biscuit that you're dipping in it. And the funny, crazy thing is, it's like that's the special moment of, of having a biscuit with the tea. And But try having a biscuit with tea when you have children around. Yeah. Now, that's a task in itself. And trying to hide the biscuits because you'll have them out and there'll be none left when you've got all these little hands after them. But yeah. definitely, I totally agree with Sister Uzma there. Um and it's like which biscuit is the best and um you know cake cake rusk is great as well with chai you know mm. um masala chai but mm. co- going back to the comment about the gathering of people i think it's that element of hospitality mm. um and uh it's it's just a re- there's a connection, a real beautiful connection when you're able to do that. I don't know what happens, but when you're sharing that space with friends, um, there's a real element of comfort. And I think that's the first thing we ask when we do kind of connect with trying to mm. reach out to friends. We want to see like, um, are you up for a coffee? Mm. Are you up for a tea? Um, mm. So it's it's a real it's a real social thing, but I think it's it's deeper than that. Also, it's um, an element of, of community, I think. It's a gathering of, yeah. uh, it's a comfort thing. And if you can share biscuits, even better. Um, what's your favourite biscuit, Neelam? What's the best dipping uh-huh. biscuit? And does your biscuit float or dunk? <laughs> Well, no, I, I, I mean, I can't eat plain biscuits because I love chocolate. So any biscuit I have has to have some element of chocolate in it. And I actually don't mind a little bit of the chocolate melting into my tea if I'm doing it. If it's my children, I, I've lost that cup of tea because I'm pretty much guaranteed their biscuit will melt and drop into my tea and I'll have biscuit at the end of my tea. So uh, as soon as I see a hand coming over and reaching out to that tea, that cup's gone. I don't, I don't drink it anymore. So I do try and hide because even my little one who's two, she even knows you have to dunk a biscuit in a cup of tea. So she's following me around with my cup of tea to try and dunk her biscuit. I'm like, no, get your own. So I am I am guilty of doing that now because I want to enjoy my own cup. I will just make a cup for them now and say, use this and don't touch mummy's cup of tea. But there's a different different feeling and taste with mummy's cup. It has to be oh, mummy's cup. Why does it have to be mummy's cup? I don't know, but it always has to be mummy's cup. It doesn't taste the same. Otherwise, that's what I've been told. Yeah, totally off topic, but it's like when they're unwell and they have to sleep in mummy's bed. You know, it's like mummy's bed is the best place to come and sleep. And I was like, no, it's not. So, you know, I think it's just something about they think we have the comforts of the world, but um, actually, no. Uh, Imrana, you're about to say something there about tea and dunking biscuits. Yeah, no, I was literally about to say what you were about to say about children and, and dunking and, yeah, oh. the, the way that, that that happens. So, no, it, it was already covered. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I think well, yours are a bit older now, so you they probably don't want to dunk. No, I mean now they tend to. I mean, I don't know how it's happened because I'm not a coffee drinker. My eldest likes wow. coffee, but I'm obviously like, no, you can't have this much coffee. Yeah, you can, so it, it, for a treat, she might get like one of those um, latte. I don't know whatever they are. Yeah. Things. So um, you know, every now and then, I don't know how she's got into it. Um, but yeah, and, and my little one still, yeah, she's not into it just yet because she's only ten. Um, but. Yeah, so I'm okay. I, I've kind of crossed that bridge. I can enjoy a cup of tea without being. Yeah. What is it about teens and wanting coffee? Because my eldest, she's 15 now, and I, I think it's because she's been she's she's got the technique right. Apparently, she knows how to make coffee. So if I can't do it, my husband, if he can't do it, he will ask her. So she is the next person to go to if it's not him to make this coffee, and she's always testing it. So I think she's just acquired a taste for it. But she loves coffee, and I'm like, no, you can't have coffee. You know, it's this new craze that children are going through. I mean, I mean talking about new craze i don't know if you ladies have heard of bubble tea and it's not actually tea it's 
it's called bubble tea, but it's like fruit flavored drinks. Is this correct? My kids love it. Yes. I have to this day. I've not had one. Have any of you two had this? I have, and I absolutely love it. I had oh, it when wow. I was away in Spain. That's why I actually, that's where I tried it. And oh. um, it's, uh, I think it's a Japanese craze that's come over to, oh, wow. to the rest so of the on, world. Uh, and unveil it, no, unveil no it. Element, no element of tea in it. So I just don't understand. Uh, um, um, yeah. You can get a matcha. That's matcha is a new tea version. Yeah. Matcha latte, matcha. Um, so it's like a, a different flavoured uh, drink like a soft drink and then you've got little bubbles of jelly at the bottom which are different flavors as well and then you have a straw so it's a real task to kind of uh, to Get drink to the bubbles and the bob uh, drink and have yeah. the jelly bubbles at the same time uh, it's it's my my children absolutely love the bubbles and when they finish the drink and it's just the bubbles left it they are like someone has just given them a pot of gold honestly they are bouncing up and I'm sure there's something in there that's making them hyper but they are oh, so gosh. happy they are so happy with it and they've even tried mom you have to try it it's, they like the effect of the bubble in the mouth and then it popping and something popping out of it and i'm i'm not i've I've never liked things like that I said no I, and i don't understand why i call it bubble tea i'm yet to try and work out where bubble teas come from imrana have you had the privilege of trying that t- tea yes i have mainly because my children wanted to wow. um and it, you know i thought it was okay i'm the type of person i don't actually like too many textures going on in the things yeah drink um so I could probably have a bit of it, you know, like I didn't mind, like I bought it for my girls and I was just kind of tasting both theirs. I thought, okay, yeah, this is cool. I think it's, it's but yeah, it's one of those things, like you said, it's it's um, a fad and, and, and actually, yeah, it doesn't mm. taste too bad, depending, you know, there's so many different flavours. Yeah. Like, you can choose from so many. So literally, I don't think you could um, kind of be let down because actually the flavours are all there. Um, yeah. And, but it's the, the balls, I think, are tapioca or something. So mm. I think that that's where uh. the... That's why I think it's called bubble tea, even though so it's a tea-based drink. So yeah, it's not kind of essentially tea, but there's meant to be some sort of kind of not. I don't want to say health benefit. It, yeah, I'm not. You know, I don't know. I don't have knowledge of that. But anyway, yeah. um, well, the tapioca make it make it seem like it is uh, falsely. So I mean, talking about different types of tea, and earlier in the show, uh, Sister Nasima, when she messaged in, she talked about garak chai, um, um, and garak chai. And and before I talk about garak chai, I just wanted to talk about the term jai in itself. And I was just talking to my husband this morning, and I was saying even that term, we can use it now. So so frequently to anybody you can you can mention it to your english friends i'm going to have a cup of chai and they know exactly what you're talking about whereas our parents generation it was unknown and it was you know they 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 got used to saying tea and they moved away from using the traditional word for it which is what our culture is chai was actually taken away from them and tea was replaced and tea was the thing you know it was always would you like a cup of tea and that was it it was not you know chai wasn't but now we're moving away from the word tea and we're using chai what's your thoughts on that lady it's interesting i think this is where commercialization comes into it where uh everybody uh, the business world is looking to find innovative ways of making sales and so it's mm. a rebranding of products and it's just only inevitable that we see this it is a great thing but uh it can be a little bit like i think originally when i started seeing chai lattes and um, turmeric lattes on mainstream high street coffee houses, I was a little bit like, hold on a minute. <laughs> mm. It was a little bit frustrating to see um, that uh, now what we considered to be a part of our culture, which was maybe looked down upon back in the day, is now considered very fashionable and trendy and is making a lot of money um, mm. for those people who are uh you know, selling the product. So, yeah, it's interesting. It really is interesting. I mean, it's great. Everybody's having the opportunity to experience um, elements of the South Asian culture uh, Mm. through tea. Um, Mm. But it's the way of the world, isn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, I was just going to add, actually, that, that obviously the, the history of, of tea, and obviously that's part of what we're going to be discussing in the workshop, you know, next week, Thursday. Um, obviously, it's originated actually from, from China. So the word jai has actually come from, I mean, I don't mm. know if I'm pronouncing it correctly from, from the etymology, but it was, it's jia. So it, mm. it became jai. And, you know, so mm. the, there's a lot of history on how tea went from, China then to South Asia and obviously a lot of it mm. you know Ashmise mentioned early on is to do with uh colonialism the British Empire the East India Company so the the drink itself I guess in some ways has a very um dark history that we don't always mm. you know kind of know about um so even in terms of language you know it of course it it changes and and now we it's something we essentially think oh it's a UK kind of a British drink or brew yeah um but actually there's so much kind of history, history and behind of, it yeah both the language and, mm. and the drink itself yeah absolutely and and yes and you're right it has originated from from China and that's something that I think um not many people sort of think well, everything's made in China, you know, yes. we, we, we're just, you know, uh, what, what hasn't come from there. So I wanted to, I mean, conscious of time, we have tea experts. Uh, no, we have coffee experts that are known as baristas, but I can't, I Googled, um, what do you call someone that's a tea expert? And I, and they came up with tea maven, um, uh, uh, and the Japanese, I think the som- sommelier, sommelier was one of them. And I don't like any of those terms. So ladies, can we rename it? Can we call it something Jai-wala. else? I mean, Jaiwala. What do, Jai-wali, what do we call it? Jaiwala, yeah. I, I was laughing with my husband. I said, how about charista? Because we have oh, char. Like and then barista. So he goes, that's a good one. So we're going to go with charista. We're going to go you know with what? Char- You're going to get that. Bra- you need to brand that. This is Neelam. <laughs> because the yes. number of chai places that we have in Luton and across the country and the different mm-hmm. ways they've tried to make it um, sound a little bit different. Yes. I've got a funny feeling that one's going to be the next one. I, I know. I better trademark that. I'm going to go and get the patent on that now, actually, I think, as we speak. So, ladies, we are now actually uh, heading towards the end of the show. It's been so good having you on. I think we could spend another couple of hours talking about tea and where it's going and how it is. So I wish you the very best for the workshop that you are going to do um, next week. Inshallah, you'll have a good turnout. And uh, just a quick shout out of times and dates just for those that didn't hear it. It's this Thursday, 6.30 to 7.30 at Butte Street, which is a departure lounge. You can actually drop in, um, no need to sign up, unless you want to kind of email uh, the departure lounge, um, Mm -hmm. Google them, and it's opposite the hat factory, and it's a free event. Perfect. Thank you. So um, as a tradition, uh, my quote for today, life is like a cup of tea. It's all in how you make it. So Juman Barak and Assalamu alaikum to everyone. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.